Welcome to Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church. Thank you for connecting with us. In just a moment, Pastor Jeff will be sharing an uplifting and encouraging message that we pray will inspire you in your walk with God. Our desire at MOF PHC is for you and your family to find hope in Jesus Christ so that He will transform your life. Thanks again for connecting with us. Please contact us if we can help you discover God's purpose for your life. Enjoy the message. Thank you all for being here. And again, anyone, any guests that are here, please make yourself at home. Do us a huge favor. Please take time to fill that um, guest card, connection card out, and turn it in before you leave today so we can have a chance to connect with you and also pray for you. Well, I'm continuing today with the series I feel like the Lord placed upon my heart as for me and my house. Um, I don't know how long this is going to go because the Lord just keeps speaking some things into my heart. But as for this Sunday, I can tell you the Lord wants to continue on as for me and my house. Over the last few weeks, we have made some declarations uh, here personally for our own house, but also for this house. And as for me and my house, we have declared that we will pray and fast. We have declared that we will pray and fast. And I appreciate the the dedication and the commitment from everyone in this church that has participated in that 21 days of prayer and fast. And I, I have been so encouraged by the testimonies from kindergarten children on up to our seniors, to some of our newer folks that have just now kind of found their way here and embraced uh, this church as a home church that are, that are committed and dedicated to praying and fasting uh, for 21 days. And as you all know, the 21 days ends today. That prayer and fast time ends today at sundown. If you don't know, the, my, my phone says at 535. <clears throat> I woke up this morning. I told my wife when she came in there where I was at, I said, Lisa, I feel like today is Christmas Eve. She said, what do you mean? I said, you know, when you were a little kid, you know, you had this excitement that it was Christmas Eve and Santa was coming. But this morning, I'm excited because tonight, chicken is coming. If you want to know what I'm going to be doing at 536, there's a good chance I'm going to take some chicken wings and I'm going to dip it in chocolate. So that'll be... If you want to know what Pastor Jeff's doing at 536, just see some chicken wings and some chocolate. (laughs) Praise the Lord. But seriously, thank you all for praying. Thank you for fasting. We're already seeing God do some things here that only he could do, and we're believing for even more. So as for me and my house, we're going to pray and fast. And for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord in the local church and And God bless each and every one of you that are committed to serving and working in this local church and letting God use your giftings for his glory. As for me and my house, we're going to to live in God's word. Amen. Come on, friend. As God's people, we need to, to live in God's word because the word of God is powerful. It's living. And today, I feel like the Lord would want us to declare to declare for our house, for this house, that as for me and my house, we will praise the Lord. As for me and my house, we will praise the Lord. Like we've already been praising the Lord this morning. Just give me a few minutes this morning to talk to you about why we should declare that as for me and my house, we're going to praise the Lord. 
Now, I want you to think about this. I read this not too long ago, and it kind of began to make my mind uh, think a little deeper. But did you realize that there's coming a day that preaching will stop? There's coming a day when prayer meetings are going to stop. There's coming a day when witnessing to the lost is going to stop. But there's something that we do right now that will never stop, and that is praise. That's something that will never stop. In fact, we were encouraged this morning by Brother Turner, way before you got here, that you know what? We're going to be praising the Lord throughout eternity while we're in heaven. Hallelujah. And he was coming from Revelation chapter 4 when he was encouraging the choir this morning. God's people, there's some things that are going to stop, but praise will never stop. God's people will be praising the Lord throughout eternity, all through heaven. And so as for me and my house, we're going to praise the Lord. As for me and my house, we're going to praise the Lord. If we're going to praise Him throughout eternity, why don't we go ahead and start right now praising the Lord. And so I want you to open your Bibles this morning. I want you to open up God's Word to Psalm 40. Psalm 40. And uh, I'm going to read to you verse 1 through 3, and then I'm going to share a few other verses, but this is the heart of it here. Psalm 40, 1 through 3. Get your Bible, have it on the screen, pull it up, make sure I'm not shooting you to jive. Come on, follow along. Psalm 40, 1 through 3. Psalm David here. David giving testimony. He said, I waited patiently for the Lord. And he inclined to me and heard my cry. He also brought me up out of a horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my steps. He has put a new song in my mouth. What is the name of that song? Praise to our God. Many will see it and fear and will trust in the Lord. He has put a new song in my mouth. Praise to our God and many will see it and fear and will trust in the Lord how many of you are thankful this morning that Jesus has brought you out of a horrible pit that Jesus has brought you out of the miry clay of sin he set your feet upon a rock he's established your steps he's put a new song in your mouth and the name of that song is praise to our God Listen, when Jesus saves you, when Jesus takes you out of that horrible pit, and when he pulls you out of that miry clay, and when he puts you on a firm foundation, you can't help not to praise the Lord. When you look back over your life and think about the prayers that have been answered, you can't help but to praise the Lord. When you think about the, the goodness and the blessings and the gifts from God that you experience in your life, you can't help but to praise the Lord. When you look at the miracles that he's done in your life, you can't help but to praise the Lord. When you look at the ways that he made a way when there seemed to be no way, you can't help but to praise the Lord. When you think about the lives that have been saved and set free and changed by the power of God. You can't help but to praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We should praise the Lord. Let everything that have breath, the Bible says, praise the Lord. We have so much to praise the Lord for. His, his greatness, His goodness like we talked about on Wednesday night. Our response should always be praise to the Lord. So just give me a few minutes here. I have two points today that I want to share with you. I feel like the Lord want to speak to us. Point one, not too long. Point two, we should be done by sundown tonight. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
The very first thing I want you to see here is I want you to notice the who of praise. The who of praise. Say who. The who of praise. David says in verse 3 that, the, that there's a new song that the Lord puts in your mouth and he says praise to our God. The who of praise is God. We, we, are to, we are to praise God. David says praise to our God. The who of praise is the Lord. Praise God for who he is. Praise God for what, he's, what he does. Praise God for what he's getting ready to do. Listen, church, we should be a church that gathers every time, and we should be singing and shouting every praise to our God. We should be shouting every praise to our God because he's the who of praise. He's the who of praise. We got to make sure that we know the who of praise because that's going to impact your praise. Psalm 146. Think about what the psalmist says here, talking about the who of praise. He says, Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, O my soul. I will praise the Lord all my life. I will sing praise to my God as long as I live. Friend, praise is just not a Sunday morning thing, praise is every day of your life. It's every day. It's not just Sunday and Wednesday nights. Praises all through the week, every day, all the time. Praising the one, the who of praise. Psalm 150 says, Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his surpassing greatness. Please hear me this morning. The who of praise is the Lord. We don't praise man. We don't praise a preacher. We don't praise ourselves. We don't praise a denomination. We don't praise a church. We praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The denomination didn't die for you. The church didn't die for you. Lord, uh, uh, these uh, athletes didn't die for you. A Hollywood star didn't die for you. Only Jesus died for you and you so you could be forgiven of your sins. He was the one that was raised from the dead. He's the one that deserves all praise. God's people are called to praise Jesus because Jesus is the who of praise. In fact, Peter... He reminded the church in 1 Peter 2.9, the who of praise, when he says, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare praises of him who called you out of darkness and into his wonderful light. Is there anybody here this morning that Jesus has called you out of the darkness and into his wonderful light? Praise Jesus this morning. Praise the Lord. Peter said, listen, the who of praise is Jesus. Praise Jesus. He called you out of darkness and into his wonderful light. Praise Jesus. He called you out of sin. Praise the Lord. He called you out of sin. Praise the Lord. He called you out of the old life. Some of you here this morning, you are to be the first one up with your hands raised. Praising the Lord that he brought you out. He brought you out of a bar life. He brought you out of a broken life. He brought you out of a, maybe he brought you out of a drug house. I don't know where he brought you out of, but the Lord brought you out. And you are to give him praise today and give him thanks for what he's done for you. He brought you out. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah, he brought you out of an old life of alcoholism, sexual immorality, pornography, whatever it may be. He brought you out of an old life of just being a, a gossiper. He brought you out of all that. He turned your life around. He called you out of darkness, and he brought you into his wonderful light. He's changed your life, and you know what you should do? I'm going to praise him. I'm going to praise him. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Praise Jesus for his surpassing greatness praise him for his great love man if you if you if you've lost your praise you might need to get somewhere and just focus in on the cross and think about what jesus has done for you through the cross think about the and pray and meditate on the on the empty grave praise the lord for his love praise the lord for his faithfulness Praise the Lord for his mercy and grace. Praise the Lord for his help. Praise the Lord for his strength. Praise the Lord for his glory, his honor, his power. Listen, church, as for me and my house, we're going to praise the Lord. As for me and this house, we're going to praise the Lord. God forgive us for not praising the Lord. We wonder why churches are dying. It's because people have lost their praise. Lord, help me. We've been called and chosen to declare praises to the Lord. Now, let's do some real talk here. If we're not careful, and, and I know it can easily happen because of what we walk through and what we face in this life, sometimes it's easy to be negative and complain rather than to be grateful and praise the Lord. Let's just be real. With everything that we face and, and bombarded with in our, our life daily, it's easy to become a complainer, to be a complainer instead of a praiser. Now, don't look at nobody. <laughs> Lord, y'all don't see what I see. It's easier to become a complainer than a praiser. It's easier, it's easier to go into panic mode instead of praise mode. And, and the Lord put this on my heart over the weekend. Can, can we make a declaration right here at Mount Olive First Pentecostal Holiness Church that we are going to praise Jesus more in 2024? Come on. Can we make that declaration? If you'll just say yes, yes, yes. We make, the, we make the declaration over this church right now that no matter what we walk through, what we face, we refuse to go into a spirit of negativity and complaining and panic. But instead, God, we're going to declare to you today that we're going to praise you, Jesus, more and more and more and more in 2024. I'm going to praise you more with my brothers and sisters. I'm going to praise you when I'm home right by myself. I'm going to praise you when I'm with my wife and my boy. I'm going to praise you more, Lord, in 2024. We declare it today. As for me and my house, we will praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> to God be the glory. I mean, come on. We got a lot to praise him for. Praise Jesus. He sustained you through the night. Praise Jesus. He kept you here for another day today. Praise Jesus for chicken. Hallelujah. <laughs> praise Jesus for chocolate. Praise Jesus, some of you are here this morning, some of you, and you're in your right mind. 
Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus, you have your health. Praise Jesus, you have your family. Praise Jesus, you're not who you used to be. Hey, praise Jesus, you have a job this morning. Praise Jesus, you got a home and a bed to sleep in. Praise Jesus, you got food. Praise Jesus, you got a car to drive. Praise the Lord for every blessing in your life. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord that you're surrounded with a family here that loves you and loves the Lord. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord because Jesus is the who of praise. He's the who of praise. Now my second point. Don't look at the clock. The second point is I want you to notice the weapon of praise. Say weapon. The weapon of praise. Now the Lord kind of showed me this some time ago and continues to enlighten me on the, on the, the, the weapon of war that we have with our praise. And in the Psalm, Psalm 149, verse 6, you need, to, you need to memorize this verse. The psalmist says, Let the praises of God be in their mouths and a sharp sword in their hands. In other words, your praise that's in your mouth is a weapon for you to fight with. Just like the Word of God is a weapon, a sword that you fight with, so is your praise. Your praise. Let the praises of God be in their mouths and a sharp sword in their hands. And you know what? When I read that verse, it reminds me, first of all, let me just throw this in. Separate sermon. You can't praise with your mouth shut. You can't praise with your mouth shut. And prayer, I mean, excuse me, praise is a weapon of war, a weapon that God has given us to have in our spiritual warfare and we have this powerful weapon to fight these spiritual battles that we encounter in life. And listen, newsflash here, you're going to have spiritual battles in life. You're going to, we talked about that Wednesday. You're going to have spiritual battles in this life. There's going to be some problems that you encounter in this life. And by the way, if, you, if you're here this morning and you don't have any problems and you don't have any battles... Just be patient and they will come. And if you need some, come talk to me. But what you need to do, listen to me church, what you need to do when the, when the problems start to come, when the, when the battles begin to come, you, you need to praise our great God. You need to praise our great God because God is greater than any battle. He's greater than any problem that you will ever face. The Bible says that God is great. He's greatly to be praised. Praise Him for His surpassing greatness. Praise is a powerful weapon. And that's why, listen, that's why we need to come to church together. Forsake not the assembly. I appreciate what God is doing through our live stream. That's wonderful. But when God's people come together, something powerful happens. That's why we need to come to church and praise the Lord together. God's word says, praise the Lord in the assembly of the saints. Something powerful happens when God's people come together and praise the Lord with our mouth. Something great and good happens when God's people come together and praise the Lord with their mouth. You Listen, 
You don't come to church to get pleased. Well, don't nobody leave yet. You, you don't come to church to get pleased. You come to church to praise. You come to church to praise Jesus. You don't come to get pleased. That's what's going on and what's wrong with the world today. People want to go to a church and they want to be pleased. And if they're not getting pleased by the worship, if they're not getting pleased by the preaching, if they're not getting pleased by things going their way, they go to another church and look for another church and they want to get pleased there. And they're there for about three or four months and then they're at another church hoping they can get pleased there. Let me give you a relevant truth to word today. You don't come to church to get pleased you come to church to praise the Lord hallelujah Lord help us Pastor Kevin's not here to crank my car Haywood can you crank my car for me thank you brother Jesus the weapon of praise is powerful because something happens. Let me tell you what happens. The weapon of praise leads us into God's presence. Psalm 22.3, another great verse for you to memorize. The psalmist said here, Here yet you are holy, enthroned in the praises of Israel. Another translation reminds us that, that God inhabits the, the praises of his people. God inhabits the praises of his people. And he's enthroned in our praises. And when I read that, God just dropped this in my heart. When praise goes up, God's manifest presence comes down. When praises go up, God's presence comes down. When, when praise goes up and God's presence, his manifest, his tangible presence comes down, powerful things happen. Marvelous things happen. Listen, great things happen. Victory comes. Because when we pray, when we praise together, he inhabits our praise. And when those praises go up, he comes down. And when God's in, the, when he's in our midst, and he is, he's always with us. I'm talking about just a, a manifest presence of God through his Holy Spirit. We can expect great things to happen. Let me tell you what else happens when we praise the Lord together. The weapon of praise can move obstacles. You remember, and I'm talking about Joshua and God's people marching around the walls of Jericho. You know the story, I'm sure you do, but let me just read these few verses to you. Joshua says, The Lord said to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho into your hands, along with its kings and its fighting men. March around the city once with all the armed men. Do this for six days. Have seven priests carry trumpets of ram's horns in front of the ark. On the seventh day, march around the city seven times with the priests blowing the trumpets. When you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpets, have all the people give a loud shout. Say shout. Then the wall of the city will collapse and the people will go up and every man straight in. Man, what a powerful reminder that the weapon of praise can move obstacles. Praise in your mouth. Praise in your mouth is a weapon. Praise in your mouth can move obstacles. Praise in your mouth can move opposition. Praise in your mouth can make things come down. When you're shouting praises to the Lord, 
When you're praising the Lord, when we come together or whether you're home praising the Lord by yourself or whether you're at work praising the Lord, when you're praising the Lord, let me encourage you, be ready for walls to come down. Be ready for opposition to come down. Be ready for obstacles to come down. Be ready for it. Now, I like to think that if I was there with Joshua, man, I'd have been, oh yeah, I'd have been right there with him. We'd have been shouting. But you know what? I've learned that sometimes... And, and the devil knows how powerful praise is. You know that, right? Think about where he came from and what his job was there before he was cast out of heaven. Satan knows the power of praise. And if we're not careful, we can allow the enemy to, 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 to warp our perspective on praise and we can focus more on the opposition and we can make the opposition and the obstacle bigger than God. That's what the enemy will try to convince you of. Anybody know what I'm talking about? The enemy will try to convince you that the obstacle, the problem, the battle, whatever it may be, the opposition that you're facing is bigger than our God. And that's why praise is such a weapon of war in our warfare because praise makes God greater than the battle and uh, greater than the problem. Let me just give you something very simple that you can apply to your life friend when when the when the when the problem comes when the when the battle starts when when troubles are your way and obstacles are coming your way and you're facing opposition instead of uh, panicking and instead of losing perspective and focusing all on what's happening to you just begin to just say holy spirit help me to begin to praise the lord right now and just begin to praise and begin to praise and begin to praise and i promise you Spiritually, your eyes will be opened and your perspective will begin to change knowing that my God is greater than what I'm walking through right now. Praise makes Jesus greater than the obstacle. Praise, praise magnifies the Lord making Jesus greater than the battle. Whatever you're battling today, whatever you walked in here with today, let me just encourage you, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Some, some, of you have, some of you have lost your weapon of praise. Some of you have never picked it up. But whatever the case may be this morning, if you're here, you need to pick up your weapon of praise and you need to shout your way through your battle. Some of you need to sing your way through your situation. Some of you need to praise your way through your pain. Praise your way through your problem. Come on, church. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm going to praise him. God, help me to praise him. Holy Spirit, I pray, just turn up the praise in my life, realizing that it is a weapon in the warfare that I have against the enemy. And I know what some of you are thinking right now. Well, Pastor, I don't sing. Well, you know what? What the Word of God says. If He's pulled you out of a horrible pit and brought you out of miry clay and He's established a firm foundation in you, then the Bible says He's put a new song in you. Amen. He's put a new song in you. Well, I, I, I don't sing, and, and I know this is Pentecostal church, but it's not a Pentecostal thing. It's not a church of God thing. It's a Bible thing. Amen. It's a Bible thing. Well, I just won't raise that way, and 
I'll, I'll just, I'll, I was thinking this morning, Sister Statue and Brother Frozen. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Can I, can I just say something real quick? And you know I'm saying all this out of love. It doesn't matter what you think about worship and praise. Well, I don't think I need to get loud. I don't think I need to clap my hands. I don't think I need to lift my hands. I don't think I need to shout. I don't think I need to sing. Well, it's not what you think. It's what the Bible says. It's what the Bible. How many of you want to do what the Bible says? And the Bible says, lift up holy hands. The Bible says to shout. The Bible says that we can dance before the Lord. The Bible, we can, David, he danced before the Lord. He ran before the Lord. Listen, as long as it's in order and God inspired, to God be the glory. I don't want to be part of a quiet church, a dead church. I want a church that's loud. Come on, come on. I want a church that's shouting praises to the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Well, I don't sing. Well, guess what? I can't sing either. But the Bible says, make a joyful noise to the Lord. Say, make a joyful noise. I mean, come on. I'm telling you right now. Lord, help me. Help me. Because you, you know what? I mean, to make a joyful noise to the Lord. Shout to the Lord. I've been with some of you, and I've been in ball games with you, and I've heard you shouting louder at ball games. I hear you shouting for Jesus in this church. I've been there, shouting, hollering at the refs, yelling at people, hollering for your team to go, to go, 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 go. You were hollering for the Tar Heels and shouting for the Blue Devils yesterday, but you'll come in here and you... You think the Tar Heels died for you? Did the Blue Devils die for you? I can tell you the Blue Devils didn't die for you. And the Wolf Pack, we won't even go there. People scared to even stand up when you feel the Lord working in your heart. Won't stand up. David danced before the Lord. David ran before the Lord. David praised the Lord. We won't even get up and dance. Listen, I've been with some of you at some of these weddings. You'll get up and do the wobble wobble. I've seen you do it. Get up and do the wobble wobble, but you won't get up in here and worship the Lord. You'll get out there and do the electric slide, but you won't come in here and exalt the Lord. You'll get out there and do the moonwalk. No, I ain't seen nobody do the moonwalk yet now. I'm telling you that. Jimmy Coley could do the moonwalk. But we won't magnify the Lord. What's wrong with us? Because we, we have created our own praise. I want to praise like the Bible says praise. I want, to know, I want the devil to know there's a shouting church over there and they mean business. And it's not just a Sunday thing. It's every day. It's every day. I'm going to wake up in the morning and I'm going to praise the Lord. I'm going to pray. let every breath that can praise, praise the Lord. I'm going to praise the Lord. Great, great is he and great is his, uh, I mean, how powerful and his great works are. Hey, make a joyful noise to the Lord. Not a sad noise, not a depressing noise, not a discouraging noise, not a complaining noise. Make a joyful noise to the Lord.
Look to your neighbor and say, make a joyful noise. Hey, you can make a joyful noise knowing you've been saved, you've been set free, you've been rescued from hell. You can make a joyful noise today knowing that through Jesus Christ, you are victorious, that heaven is in your future. You can praise the Lord with a joyful noise knowing that he hears, he cares, and answers prayer. You can make a joyful noise knowing that he can make a way when there seems to be no way. You can make a joyful noise knowing that he can take what the enemy meant for evil and he can turn it into good. Come on. Make a joyful noise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. And thank God our praise don't depend on our feelings. Your praise does not depend on your feelings. I don't need the sun shining to praise the Lord. I don't need it to be a good day to praise the Lord. I can praise Him because He's good. And my faith my praise depends on my faith in Jesus Christ, not my feelings. Let me just kind of begin to wind it down here. You remember when Paul and Silas were in prison. Paul and Silas were in prison for their faith. I can't imagine being in prison. I mean, I don't think I would feel like praising while I was in prison, especially for something that I was not guilty of. But Acts 16, 25 through 26, you're familiar with the passage. It says, About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. And then suddenly there was a, a, a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once, all the prison doors flew open, and everybody's chains came loose. Man, what a powerful demonstration of what praise can do as a weapon in our life. And listen to me. It, it, may be, it may be the midnight hour for you like Paul and Silas. It may be a midnight hour for you. You may be encountering some dark situations at your home, at your work, uh, wherever it may be. But you listen to me, please, as we get ready to wind it down. You can praise your way out of your midnight mess. You can praise your way out of your midnight mess. Praise is your weapon out of something. Praise is your weapon out of something. And my encouragement to you this morning will be, use your, use your weapon of praise to get out of whatever you're in. Praise your way out of depression. Praise your way out of addictions. Praise your way out of anger. Praise your way out of disbelief and, and doubt and confusion. Praise your way out of discouragement. Praise your way out of grief. Praise your way out of bitterness. Praise your way out. Declaring how great and good our God is. And shout praises to the Lord that when you praise Him, He'll bring you out. He'll bring you out. Praise can suddenly change things. Praise can suddenly change things. Man, you, some of you here, you need, a, you need a sudden miracle in your life. You need a sudden turnaround in your life. You need God to do something right here, right now. Maybe even as you walk into this upcoming week, you need God to turn some things around. You need to do it now. Praise can suddenly turn things around. You know how I know? Because Paul and Silas started singing and praising their way out. And suddenly, things changed. 
suddenly things changed. God, God heard their praise and responded by shaking the earth. God heard. Look, prayer, praise went up. God came down. And when God came down, he began to shake the earth with an earth, a violent earthquake. And it reminds me that the Lord takes notice and he responds to our praise. He takes notice. I heard one man make commentary on this passage here. And I mean, I'm just saying, I know he scripturally, probably he, he can't back it up. But I love how he described it. That, that Paul and Silas, they're there in prison and they begin to praise the Lord. And their praises are going up. And God is sitting up there in heaven. And the angels are going around crying, holy, holy. And all of a sudden he tells them, shh, shh, shh. And he begins to hear a praise coming up out of the earth that's reaching heaven. And it's the, it's the praise of Paul and Silas right there in the prison. And God begins to tell him, and he hears the praise. And all of a sudden, God's foot gets to tapping to the praise of Paul and Silas. But he doesn't realize that the earth is his footstool. And the earth begins to shake. And there's an earthquake. And the chains come off. The prison door is open. The foundation is shaking. Because when you praise up, God comes down. Now, I like that. I like that commentary. Praise the Lord. Lord, praise the Lord for oxygen. <laughs> oh, Lord. You need to be ready for the Lord to take notice of your praise. And you need to be ready for the Lord to respond to your praise. You need to be ready for foundations to suddenly start shaking. I mean, you know, we need, some, we need some foundations to start shaking. If the music team wants to come on, please. Be ready for doors to open suddenly. Some of you need to be ready for chains to come off suddenly. Some of you need to be ready for people to get saved suddenly. Let, let, me, let me take this back to the very beginning. The Lord lifts you up out of the horrible pit in the miry clay. He establishes a firm foundation for you. He puts a new song in your heart. And that song is praise to our God. And then it says, they will see it and they will trust in the Lord. They will see it. Can I just remind you this morning that your praise is part of your witness. Because when they were in that prison, Paul and Silas, it says that the other prisoners were what? Listening. They won't praise in the Lord with their mouth shut. They won't praise in the Lord like this. Evidently, they were making a noise. And as they made that noise, the other prisoners were listening. In fact, not only were the prisoners listening, but there was a jailer there and he must have been listening because the Bible says that he ended up getting saved. And that just reminds me that your praise and my praise is part of our witness. Friend, when, when, when the people around you that are lost see you and they know, the, they know the battle that you're walking through, they know the troubles that you're facing, they know the obstacles that you're going through and the opposite, they, they, they know you're walking through hell. And you're still praising the Lord. You're still praising the Lord. Friend, I'm telling you right now, that's one of the greatest witnesses you could ever have. If, if, if that sister 
or that brother can can praise the Lord through what they're walking through. Whatever they got, I want it. You, can you tell me why you have the joy, what is joy about you, this praise about Tell me how. And you'll say, well, it's not how, it's who. <laughs> oh, Lord. That was the introduction to my message. You see, when you praise, it impacts the people around you. And you may be here this morning and, and maybe you're one of those folks that have walked in here and may, maybe you don't have a new song because you've never had Jesus to save you and to, to uh, become your Lord and Savior. You, you, you're still living in a life of sin and you've never asked him to forgive you of your sins. The Bible says, listen now, the Bible says that the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. That's why, that's why he's the who of praise. Because he came to this earth and he died for you and he died for me. He took our place on the cross. He shed his blood. The Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. You, you, you can't do it, I'm telling you. One of the things that we battle here in the Bible Belt is that we think if we come to church, we're good. It's not, I'm thankful you're here in church, but it's not about you, it's not about your attendance. It's about your, your, your devotion to Christ. It's about you just saying yes to Christ and receiving for what he did for you on the cross by faith and becoming a, a love relationship. You fall in love with Jesus and you begin to live for him. Maybe you're here this morning and you want that new song. You want that new song. Would you bow your heads, please? Every Christian praying. If you're here this morning, if you're here this morning and you, you know, you know the Lord is working. He's impressing upon you even as we speak now through the work of his Holy Spirit that that you need to be saved. You need to be saved. You, you want this new song, but more than anything, you want this new birth, this new life in Christ, this new birth in Christ. You want to be born again spiritually. You're ready for Christ to forgive you of your sins. You're ready to lay down your life for Him. You're ready to surrender all to Him because you want to have that song of peace, that song of peace, knowing that no matter what happens, come on this earth, that I know that I know that I'm on my way to heaven because of you, Jesus, and what you did for me on the cross. I thank you that you died on the cross for me. I thank you that you went into a grave and God raised you from the dead and that you are alive. You are alive. You conquered. You conquered. You're victorious over the grave, over, over death. And because you live, I can live forever too in a place called heaven. So I'm ready to respond right now. I'm ready to respond, Lord, by surrendering my life to you today, making a commitment to you today. Listen, nobody looking around. This is just between you and the Lord. I want to just look out here and know how I would need to pray. But if you're here this morning and maybe you've never made the decision to, to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior, as your Lord, you need him because we all have sinned and all fallen short of the glory of God. But today you're ready to respond. You want me to pray for you. You want to, you want to give your life to Jesus. I want you to lift your hand real quickly right now. 
Come on, lift your hand real quickly if that's you. Hold it up, sir. God bless you. Hold it up. Don't be ashamed. Hold it up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, there's the more. Maybe you need to rededicate today. Maybe you need to make a rededication to God today. Right there where you are, would you begin to pray with me? Just pray right there where you are. Just say, Jesus, I'm a sinner. And I know you've came. You came to die to take away the sin of the world. And I'm asking you to forgive me of my sins. I repent. I repent. I turn from sin. I turn from this old life. I turn to you. And by faith, I receive this this new birth, this new song in my life, God, this new peace, this new joy, God, that you can only give. And I receive you to be my Lord and to be my Savior right here on this Sunday. Right now, right now, I make the commitment to you, Christ. I surrender my life. Come on, make that your words right now. I surrender to you, Jesus. Come into my life. Take control. God, be my Father. Jesus, my Savior. Holy Spirit, my helper. Heaven, my home. I declare it over my life today. And I receive that gift of salvation. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.